If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the Friend Zone, and this is not the news that you can use. In fact, we're throwing it back this week, and I wanted to bring back an old favorite, the clip of the week, because I saw a little something that just inspired me to converse. So let's bump our gums. Here's the clip. Cheers to the girls' weekend. Cheers, let's get bitch. It you better watch those B words, ladies. You better watch those when you end up over in the ocean. Cheers. To us. Now. For those of you who I don't know how you don't know this voice, that was Lanithia Nini Leakes uh, on The Real Housewives of Atlanta in an iconic scene where her and Kim Zosiek was arguing <laughs> at uh, her at Kim Zosiek's friend's house in Miami. <laughs> and Nini told her, you know, she was informing her. They were in a contentious situation. You know, it was a conflict going on between the two of them. And in that conflict, Nini was... Um, being condescendingly positive. But again, there's always a lesson, a gem to be unearthed here. And so she told Kim, she said, cheers to the girls weekend. Kim responds really in a real crash, you know, gutter butt level. Cheers, bitch. And then Nene says, hey, and you better watch those and let's watch those B words before you end up over there. Okay, remember that. Then she says, to us, she ends it with a toast. Now, some may consider that, you know, her winning an argument, her letting Kim have it, whatever. But I see excellence. I see it. Hmm. And when Nene told her in, in response to that vulgar gutter butt gutter snipe insult she threw, cheers, bitch. Nene <laughs> instead tells her she could have told her, you know, fuck you, bitch, or, you know, something like that. But instead of saying that, she said, you better watch those B words, exhibiting class, raising the bar, <laughs> riding above the fray. Instead of cussing like him, she called it those B words. And then she ended that after she ended her by saying to us. Involving the woman in the celebration, involving the woman in the mood change, involving the woman in the pivot. So I just want to say, always take the pivot when you can. Steer the car. You don't always have to go down low unless you want to. I like the way Nene did that, and I think it was exemplary. And with that being said, welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental wellness, male health, and mental hygiene. Because who in the H word wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Hi, friend. Hi, Asante. How you doing? <laughs> what up? Why do I hear a little voice say leaks, leaks, Nini? Is that something you do, <laughs> Now you know. Now if we throw it back, like we might as well go throw it all the way back. You it's know, programmed it. in my brain. As soon as you 
said her name. That's every time I hear so Nene Leaks, that's you. exactly what I say, and I have done <laughs> as proven here. So if I'm, you want, you if you're done. a real fan, you know where that came from. Asante is the one who <laughs> clocked that. It's on a song by Young Thug on the Barter Six mixtape. I can't remember the name of the song. Do you, Asante? I will, I will have it pulled up by the Music Man segment because we're gonna yeah. go back to. Uh, we need a timestamp. We need a timestamp because I'll, I'll it's something it to you. you have I'll to listen for. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me about this on Twitter like two weeks ago, so it, it's very recent. It's fresh. Still. There's a song by Young Thug for those who are completely. That's lost. where y'all got yeah. it from, Young mm-hmm. Thug. <laughs> it's an ad lib that he said. There's an ad lib. He does not say Nene Leaks. I promise you, there's an ad lib where he goes Leaks, Nene Leaks. I'm telling you, I'm gonna play it during the. You know, I'm gonna get it right now. But why did he say that? <laughs> I don't know. Look, and you know what? I thought that he was doing that the way that Fabo so was talking random. about Barbara and them. So I was like, well, maybe that's what Young Thug was, Leak, you know, that's what he was on. <laughs> you know, That ATL. makes that shit 20 times funnier. Like, what the hell? Okay, Imagine so. our surprise when we high as hell listening to Young Thug for the first time and we hear Come him shout son. out. <laughs> Leaks. Nee, nee, nee. I said, what? <laughs> Look what y'all have done. I've never even heard the song. No one I can love say you, her friend. Name. You'll never be the same. Embedded in your brain. Embedded mm-hmm. and blazoned, mm-hmm. like Mariah would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get started, do you guys have any announcements? <laughs> I can't stand for it. <laughs> yes. This week, yes. This week y'all yes, can't yes, do yes. smirky face. Come on. Yes, because it's, the secret is out. Y'all know that I do not like speaking on things prematurely. And mm-hmm. I just enjoy, you know, everything arriving in its own intended time. So with that being said, Amen. I'm very, very happy and grateful to announce that I have a brand new podcast and I'm co-hosting. Um, it is called Holding Court. It's hosted by Ebony K. Williams, who is a brilliant, brilliant um, commentator, lawyer, um, she is all things that are black excellence, and she's also the newest Real Housewife of New York. Um, and she look at is, that! Look at the connection. <laughs> she's the host. I'm the co-host. It's a beautiful new podcast. We're actually a part Yay. of the Black Effect. Thank you so much. We're on the Congratulations. Black Effect. Come on, man! I'm so excited, you guys. Um, uh, the show is presented by the Black Effect Network, which is a brand new slate of programming that Charlemagne the God is introducing via iHeartRadio. So we're a part of a very, very wonderful, supportive family over there. Um, and the show is really interesting. By the time you hear this, it will be available to listen to because we also premiere on Wednesday. So the first episode drops today, Wednesday, hey. October 21st. Oh, snap. Um, yep. Everywhere that podcasts <laughs> are heard, get the iHeart app. Thank you so much. I'm just really excited. The um, the show is about you know it's a it's a sharp analysis of legal and cultural headlines that relate to our life and our social stratosphere. So all things um, black uh, legal related news we're going to offer. She's going to offer her legal expertise and her incredible perspective. I'm going to offer mine, and we're going to just have a great conversation. So. I would humbly ask that everyone that listens to this show, please oh, migrate on over will. to Holding Court. And get um, their and double just, dose. Yeah, just get a taste of what we're doing over there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm just very excited. Thank you so much. <laughs> and everything like that. We've gotten tons of support, tons of, of well wishes. So I'm overwhelmed with gratitude. And it's just a new beginning for me. So I'm really excited to 
um, expand my voice over into holding court with my homegirl, Ebony K. Williams, who is not only brilliant, but just a beautiful person inside and out. So I'm in good company over there. So, yeah, holding Yay, court with Ebony K. Williams. Yay. Shout out to iHeartRadio. Shout out to Charlemagne, the Black Effect. It's going down, y'all. Yes. Dustin runs Wednesdays. And um, don't forget to also shout out your cameo appearance as a guest on Estelle's Apple Music yes. Show. And thank you, friend. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I definitely want to do that. Shout out to the multi-talented Grammy Award winning Estelle, who has an incredible show, The Estelle Show on Apple Music Hits. Um, she invited me to come on. We had a great conversation. Um, it was just fantastic. So please, please look at that. And shout out to everybody that's been showing me love, sending me the screenshots of uh, my picture on the Apple Music. That's so page. cute. I like, saw I love it. it. Thank you. I'm just, I'm so excited. You know, Estella's a homie, and yes. any chance I get to engage with her, I'm gonna do it. Damn it! So shout Hell out to the Estella yeah. show. Yeah, come on, that's the rise. Come on, that's the rise. No, no, no. Twenty twenty can't hold y'all. you down. Thank no, you. Fuck twenty twenty. Shit, just you gotta look clearer. Twenty twenty, you gotta see it clear. That's it. <laughs> I have yes. a conversation with Estelle coming up on relationships, so pray for me. Ooh, pray for me. I don't know what she gonna ask Estelle. What she gonna ask? I'm ready. I can't it's lie to you. Good. I can't lie to say, you. What happened with you and that American boy? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Estelle. Estelle's a big homie, yo. For real. So last week's episode titled What Was the Reason? Everybody was shook at that clip. <laughs> it was inserted <laughs> loud as fuck. Hilarious. That's our job. Glad you enjoyed. <laughs> so we <laughs> it, it was the Asante Smith takeover where we discussed purpose and whether or not it was a concept you buy into. Asante, anything you want to add to that? No, I just enjoyed everybody saying how right on time the conversation was because I was just doing my due diligence and telling y'all how I was feeling. And it was great to see that a lot of y'all was feeling some of the same thing. So shout out to everybody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you definitely did your thing with that. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? Well, I want to give a shout out to everybody that be up in the emails. Again, if you haven't emailed us, email us at thefriendzone@loudspeakersnetwork.com. With that said, I want to give a shout out to my homegirl, Naya, or Nia. It might be Naya. If I'm wrong, you know, tell me. Uh, hers is, subject is Purpose Reborn. Hey guys, y'all really got me thinking with this purpose episode. It's a topic that's driven my life because my name is Naya Renee, which roughly translates to purpose reborn. Wow. (laughs) Throughout my life, I've studied and practiced a slew of different things from jazz to film sound design to graphic design and art direction to sound healing. I thought I was searching for my purpose and couldn't commit to one thing. But I found that all of these fields are highly expressive. And in each, my contention was to convey ideas that are not always tangible. I found that I'm a communicator and and in each of these disciplines, my purpose didn't change. It was simply reborn. Anyways, thanks for providing me a space to go from thought provoking to joking and back every week. I want to just say thank you, girl, because I thought that, that was dope that you realized your purpose just kept like transforming. It's not that or it was reborn. A lot of people think that like, oh, I've lost my way or I haven't been able to put the pieces together. But the pieces are already together, whether you can see them or not. You're just always walking into it, whether you realize it or not. So hopefully one day you'll be able to look back and put them together. But just know you're already, you know, living your purpose. That'd be them people that went to nursing school. 
you know, <laughs> you know, y'all know who, I'm, who I'm, y'all know the type. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get mad. You know they be in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Usually, like they stay home, whatever. And then one day they decide, I'm going back to school. I'm going to nursing school. Next thing you know, as soon as they pass some state boards, <laughs> they go straight to the other state office to file that divorce petition. I'm telling. Listen <laughs> wow. to me, friend. I'm you, they, they find their purpose, reborn, <laughs> and leave their husband. They go to nursing school and leave their marriages. That's the way to so, do it. That ain't that how? How many don't. <laughs> Answer me this, and I swear oh to God, your God. hands gonna go up. Not answer do me. Do you either. or do you not know somebody that went to nursing school and left their husband? Three. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying All to tell right. you. So listen, wives and husbands, because it could be any damn body. You know what I'm saying? This ain't gender specific. If you, your significant other, tell you they thinking about going back to nursing school. Run for your life! Run! <laughs> okay, leave before you get left, because that's what's coming next, and they're going to blame it on finding a purpose. Go ahead, friend. Dustin got some a couple in the car right now <laughs> sitting sitting awkward. <laughs> Looking like. at each other, that's right. Because, like, you know, oh, bitch, you going to nursing school? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga, you going to nursing school on me? You know what I'm saying? That's what you know what it is. You are so you. silly. So I jumped in the SoundCloud streets. I actually have two comments this week. Okay. Alexandria Ferguson says, I came over to the SoundCloud streets just to leave this comment. Thank you, Asante, for the topic. And thank you for all the great conversation. I've been thinking about purpose a lot lately as I've been in what feels like limbo. I took a leap of faith in January and moved to STL and moved from STL, excuse me, to L.A. to pursue film after years of film school. Obviously, Mm. nothing has gone as planned this year. And now I'm in a completely different headspace than I was when I decided to move. I've gone from feeling extremely confident to feeling completely discouraged. I still want to make films, but quarantine and unemployment has made me realize that I'm interested in so many other things. After hearing this conversation, I've been able to shift my mind and focus more on moving with intention instead of being obsessed with my purpose. I know that's Mm. right. And she named after two cities, Alexandria Ferguson. And, you know, obviously, I feel like a lot of us can relate to our headspaces shifting with this year, especially. Now we in distress. (laughs) (laughs) Not the jazz hands, Dustin. That's the saucy Santana Now we in distress. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for sharing that, Alexandria. And then the second one is a comment slash black business, technically. Uh Oh, knock them out the box. That's how we do. DeAndrea J. Francis said, you can get Sun Goddess wine from Happy Cork in Brooklyn, which is a black woman owned wine <gasps> shop. Yeah, I know. That's tight. I hope I live close to that because this the is black woman owned wine shop. <laughs> Dustin, we'll get you some bottles. <laughs> this is special to me. You know, I got your shit put up to the side right now. Yeah, it's in here. <laughs> this is special to me. Support. What's the, what the, what the name is? DeAndrea, oh, the the shop Happy is Cork. called Happy Cork. Yeah, in thank Brooklyn. you, DeAndrea, but the shop. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Happy Cork. Okay. Happy Cork. Thank you. And look out put friends to the side. <laughs> oh, oh you know what? And let me shout out Curl Mix because they either they listened to the episode or someone sent it their way, but we that episode dropped last week on Wednesday morning where I mentioned the products that I still wanted to get. And by Friday morning, I had a box in front of my door 
with all, with the a body butter a, a comb a spray like a whole box set of all the Fran, products i was like Fran, even the silk a silk pillowcase i mean when Ooh. i tell you spoiled i was so excited that was like christmas that's Christmas in what month are we in? In October. I know that was really sweet, and I love that it was literally overnighted. Like, oh, that's what she wants. Boom, let's send it to her. I thought that was really sweet, that's and just wonderful. had to shout you guys out for that. That'll be like our bonus black business. Dustin, yes. what'd you find in the Twitter streets? Um, I found a hilarious tweet. It's a video, so I'm just gonna talk about it a little bit. But it's from <laughs> at Neo Black Boy B O I, and it's a video of um a group of guys laughing at their female friend's door handle. They say, why her door handle so long? Oh, it's literally, <laughs> it's like a nine inch door handle and they just put all three of their hands on the thing at the same time. <laughs> if you know, you know, because that was funny. I also want to give a shout out to Kaylin Allen. Everybody knows the super talented Kaylin Allen. Um, he tweeted a video of himself. He was young as hell. He couldn't have been no more than like five or six singing the hell out of Tell Me Who It Was by Tamiya. <laughs> What? And if you know if you know that song, friend. Okay, and he's, and he's like a little a little boy, okay? So oh my oh. god, look at him. It's so funny. You can find that on Kaylin Allen's Twitter page at the Kaylin Allen. Why would he Allen. be listening to that? That little baby. <laughs> so funny to me. I also want to give a shout out to Missy Elliott who tweeted uh, in response to a tweet saying that on this day in 1998, Total had dropped Trippin', their single, which was written by Missy Ooh, Elliott. I heard that in years. And Missy, wasn't at the jam? She's Still always... Is tweeting like little fun historical facts yeah from her account and just things that nuggets that we wouldn't know so she quoted this tweet and she said which first of all shout out to missy ellie because i love missy ellie don't nobody better not say nothing about no missy (laughs) ellie shout out to missy she said fun fact my bro puffy wasn't going to drop this as total's first single it Mm. was so different that i believe he felt it would be hard to work as in like you know push through the radio and all that shit right and so she said i cried because i was like it's hot well, he finally gave in and dropped it, and that shit went crazy. So shout yeah, out to Missy. shout out. Shout Come out to on, Diddy Missy. for, for mm-hmm. listening, too. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it, though. Ooh, now I'm a, y'all going to have me in a rabbit hole tonight. <laughs> tripping. And then remember the Tripping <laughs> remix. Listen to the remix of Tripping, too. <laughs> I remember the, the video, jam. too. Where, I was going to go watch the video. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just remember... Um, they were like sitting, so we kind of the camera mm-hmm. was like under, and they were like mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. down at us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, memories. The bomb. Oh they total and total could dress. Total used yes. to be sharp as hell. They it did. was so tight, man. I wonder total how they're doing shit. now. I love total. Well, you know, right? Keisha Epps doing good. Hard as Omar Epps has been working. <laughs> you know, and she done already proven herself. Look, nigga, I can make it. I don't <laughs> need this. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and she's you, still you, beautiful. I was in total. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's a good couple. Balance. (laughs) So this week's episode is a shoot the shit episode, which we love because no segments, just kind of talk about whatever comes up. So that means brace yourself. See, even the phone's joining in. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) So before we start, I do want to use our platform because we had a lot of um, our Nigerian listeners hitting up. 
hitting us up yes, to yes. talk to us about SARS. And, you know, I definitely think it's our duty to use our platform in these ways because we do have a lot of ears on us. Yes. So in case you haven't been aware, um, there is a huge protest for, uh, called End SARS, S-A-R-S. It's an anti-police brutality protest that has recently gone global. I'm on skynews.com and I just want to read a little bit of what it is. So SARS was set up in 1984 to tackle a growing problem of people stealing from each other using force in Nigeria. It stands for a special anti-robbery squad. But unfortunately, um, supporters say it initially succeeded, but now critics say it has been linked to the deaths of people it has investigated. Apparently, since the 1990s, rights groups like Amnesty International have documented a series of allegations involving the unit, which campaigners say has worsened in recent years. It's reported that a documented 82 cases of torture ill-treatment, and extrajudicial judicial execution by SARS only between January 2017 and May 2020. And as you can imagine, those are the ones that have been documented. So right. we don't even know the true figures. Um, the allegations, they have victims who have survived who said that they were arrested and because of, acu- because of being accused of stealing a laptop one young man was held for 40 days and tortured before even being brought before a court. Another 23-year-old said they used all manners of items to beat him, machetes, sticks, um, inflicting all kinds of injuries. One of the officers used an exhaust pipe to hit him on the teeth and break his teeth. And then he was left on a hanger for more than three hours. So just a lot of really heartbreaking stories As you can imagine, Nigerians um, and human rights groups are now forming. They started a a Twitter campaign with the hashtag NSARS, which you can check out. Even Jack Dorsey, the uh, founder of Twitter, has created, you know, when when hashtags have their own emojis to kind of show his support for it. Um, So if you want to get more information on what Nigeria is doing in hopes of getting the police chief to reorganize the anti-robbery unit or just disband it altogether. So definitely wanted, this is, um, I'm trying to, the website I'm reading it from is news.sky.com and the article is called NSARS, Why Nigeria's Anti-Police Brutality Protests Have Gone Global, in case you want to read where I'm getting it from. I'm sure you guys have been seeing the news as well. Like I said, a lot of our Nigerian listeners have been like, please mention this, please mention this. And I wanted to make sure to gather my information properly so I, we could report on it, you know, concisely and effectively. So I wanted to put that into your awareness before we jumped into today's episode. I don't know if there's anything you guys wanted to add to that. What can you say? What is there to say? You know, this is a situation where you just need to be on the right side of history. And if people are making this sort of noise and bringing this sort of attention to it, pay attention to what's going on and then do your part to raise awareness. And if you can in any way help in that fucked up ass sorry shit, then do it. You know what I mean? And that's there's really nothing else to say. Yeah. And and (laughs) for those of you that might be wondering what you can do to help. The conversations I've had with several Nigerian peers is simply to share the stories, share the hashtag, amplify those in Nigeria who are sharing their experiences on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, just using our 
platforms not to center our opinions, but more so to just amplify their experiences. Mm. So hoping that we have done our job with that. Asante, anything you wanted to add? No, but I have the call to action now, and I definitely will move forward appropriately. Because it's just hard, right. hard for me to speak up and speak out on things that I don't know, but I also don't want to do nothing or the wrong thing. So, like Dustin right. said, I want to stand on the right side of history. So, I'm doing my part. And once again, that's hashtag end SARS, S-A-R-S, for more information. So, wanted to start with that, but... Like I said, it's a shoot the shit episode. So let me do my check in with you guys. I don't even know what month we're in of this year. Because the year's <laughs> almost 14, over. Which is insane to me. Like we're really in what? October now. The 10th month of the year. Yeah. <sighs> what a year. What's funny is everybody's like, I just can't wait till 2021. I'm like, uh, what do you think is going to change? Than- because the, because the strike. The clock strikes 12. <laughs> more the same, more the same. And not even trying to speak that all over 2021, obviously, but, you know. Well, let's I, be real. Shit. I, yeah, I think people are expecting something that I don't know how realistic it is. Like, this is just going to be, you know, a lot of challenges, a lot of changes, and a lot of adjustments that we have to make. But how are you guys feeling? How How is October treating you so far? Uh... First of all, I just think it's hilarious that it's October of this year and I can remember back in March and you know what I'm saying, February when the coronavirus was first really becoming something that was, you know, hitting the brakes on everything. I remember the conversation was, oh, well, let's push such and such back to the fall or let's move this to October. We're going to move it to November of this year. And Yo. girls, hey, y'all look at us now. <laughs> remember uh, the dumbass president going to say yeah, by Easter, the churches will be just packed on Easter and it'll be just uh, by Easter. It's October, nigga. What you talking about? <laughs> this year You're is so dub. right. Oh, my it's God. How dub, many projects y'all. I had where they were like, oh, we'll give it two, three weeks, maybe by end of hmm. April. Hmm. Even my retreat that was supposed to happen in June uh, in the Catskills upstate, mm-hmm. they were like, um, we'll keep, you know, we'll keep it, the conversation going. Maybe we can push the trip to August. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember where or what I first heard of Corona from, but I remember them projecting like they were like, this shit might take, you know, up to two years to before we can finally start to get a hold of it. Right. So I mentally I, <laughs> I mentally was already like, oh, well, the world's going to be shit for at least two years. And, you know, that's not saying it's going to get better after two years. So let me figure out what my new normal is going to look like and how I can help. Like then that's what I was starting to wonder. And everybody was re- like just pushing stuff back. So I was thinking like, well, hopefully I'm going to get like a vacation like like an early reprieve on that but it's just gonna have to be my new normal like this year's just practice for next year to make it like not as anxiety filled or you know driven i've been knew corona was coming y'all know how and i knew it was gonna be bad you know how i knew (laughs) how did you know i just knew it i knew (laughs) it i I remember i remember sitting in scene y'all y'all heard of senior frogs right you ever been to senior frogs yes Mm -hmm. Y'all know what Senior Frogs is. Yes. And what kind of flags do you see all up and through the air, them little triangle-shaped flags all through the ceiling and around the bar? What do they usually have on? What they usually have on them? No. Corona, no. right? The Corona logo. No. So, okay. So, that's step one. That's, 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 pre- that's you know, the, the first thing. No. Then, so you know, you know in Senior Frogs, right? 
and most of them, well, some of them, I remember the one in particular I'm referring to is in Cancun, Mexico. They had a water slide in the middle of the club, right? Motherfuckers would just be in there oh fully God, dressed, so going down the water slide, you know what I'm saying, drunk as hell. And I remember looking at them Corona flags, then looking over to my right, seeing that water slide with the little pool and thinking, that is so nasty. Everybody just be all up and through that pool, you know, just touching everything, wet, and that's nasty. Looking at Corona, looking at nasty, looking at Corona, looking at nasty, and boom, here we are in 20. <laughs> with corona and nasty i'm dead oh, i mean you, you know what you gonna do i wonder does anybody my order hands corona beer when they you want what i wonder does anybody order corona beer when they're out in public anymore i mean i did see something about their stocks dropping or something happened with people just you know uh, just correlating the two which is very american of us to be like i ain't drinking that <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's how they got it in the first place. No, that's like, how they got it. <laughs> I, I say the Corona brand, though, they they either this can either be a really good thing or a really bad thing, depending on how savvy they need the right PR. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marketing the PR right now. Flip is it. Yeah, Spend man. Spend the money and hire someone with a new, fresh perspective like us to, you know, help you change the, the narrative behind your name. Because I'm a ra- <laughs> 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 right now. Shit. Do you guys this have any plans? <laughs> Do you guys have any New Year's plans? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know that's my that's my favorite holiday of the year. You know Same. what I'm saying? Oh, y'all know it's very hopeful and. It just makes me feel good for everybody to be on the same page. And I think this year, more than ever, we really need to celebrate a new beginning and a new way of doing things because everything is new. So you motherfucking right. I'm going to celebrate. I just was talking with someone today <laughs> about some, uh, you know, early New Year's plans and planning. So, yes, I, I'm going to have me some plans, damn it. Yeah, same. I wasn't going to, um, but I'm like, man, this year has been so strange and uh even though we don't know what 2021 holds i definitely want to bring it in feeling differently and kind of setting that intention that it is going to feel different Mm -hmm. as much as i can control it to feel different so i definitely want to bring it in you know doing something fun i don't Mm want to just be home doom scrolling on twitter with everybody freaking out so <laughs> i gotta figure out but i'm setting those plans into motion too asante you, you doing anything cute um cute i don't know yet i do know that i'm going somewhere like for this this year because everybody's <laughs> kind of like in limbo anyway i just want to get lost so i'm thinking like i don't know if i want to get a house somewhere secluded or something but like mm. i just want to do something real like just out of the ordinary that I haven't done yet, but like would be fly as fuck. So I don't know if I want to get like a house somewhere crazy and like do shrooms or some shit. I don't fucking know. I just want to get yes, like literally get I'm lost. I'm so with you. On so that. like after Christmas, I think I want to just take a trip somewhere and be there for like however many weeks until like we come back to our break. And even when we come back, shit, like all I need is my recorder. So I I don't know yet. Right. But I'm, I'm going some the fuck where because I know I'm gonna just be yeah. here for the rest of the year. So so. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? 
Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a Remax agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. I was considering going to Mexico because that's where Maya and her husband. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Blessings to the couple, for real. Blessings to my boo cakes who got married a couple of weeks ago. And man, can we, first of all, have y'all seen the pictures? I've been. I have. They looked ad- amazing. the The ugly cry picture was my favorite. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. The pictures were stunning. For those of you who were like, "What are y'all talking about?" It's Shameless Maya, um, Maya Washington. She got married in Sweden, and now she's honeymooning in Mexico. And it's just the sweetest pictures. Like, there's one with um, her and her husband are just staring into each other's eyes and they're holding Jackie, who's her dog. And there's these birds flying up above. Like I couldn't deal. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Maya, like how it. the hell does a photographer even get a shot like that? Like it seems straight out of a storybook and she's so happy. She's so genuinely happy her new life. And Jackie, the dog is so happy with her <laughs> land that she can run in and that trick Jackie. <laughs> that trick Jackie, you know. So I'm just so happy. I definitely wanted to come check her. But Mexico has been a kind of a hot spot right now. <laughs> There's a lot going on. A lot of Americans are running off to Mexico because, you know, they need a little bit of a break. But as my fear is the the spikes that are happening in Mexico because everybody's running there. Mm. So I told her I kind of don't know if I want to pull up. I got to figure it out still, but I kind of want to go a little somewhere a little quieter where mm-hmm. Americans are not. I told you, friend, <laughs> when I was watching them YouTube videos, there was a, a, a girl in Mexico. You know, she was. Well, you know, you've made me fall into a damn rabbit hole, <laughs> even though I've already decided where I'm moving to. I still was like looking at all the apartments. Because once you look at them apartments and like oh you really see God. that's that's the what cost of living and the and the uh, the apartments are all like that modern California style home, which is like my favorite. You're talking about and Atlanta. Beautiful. <laughs> 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 In and then you getting two, three bedrooms for like $500, And then everything that be standard, like, you know, they got AC standard in there. Like, it'd be a bathroom for every room standard. Like bomb showers, <laughs> bomb closet space, like a bomb ass patios. Look now. Yeah. And everything is just so modern. Like all the appliances, everything you could need. Even the layouts of the apartments, you know, everything is just like the open concept, just really beautiful. Maya was was hitting me um, as she was walking through the streets, just like sending me pictures. She's well, I'm not gonna say where she's staying, but she was showing me the town she's in, and it's just so cute. I haven't been to Mexico in a long time. I think the last time I went was maybe 2010. So it's obviously a lot has changed since then, but I'm like, oh, I need to at least go chill at some point. This looks you so gotta fun. Go. You gotta I go. know, but you know, with everything going on, it's a little tricky. But I'm just like, ooh, ooh. See, I'm, I 
so many black people are moving to Mexico. It's so cool to me. Like, that's probably my favorite part. I shouldn't say favorite as if there's any favorite part of COVID, but mm -hmm. <laughs> at least mm -hmm, one good mm -hmm. thing is that people are picking up and moving. Yeah, yeah. because and I get think your that's ass exciting. Out of here so the rent can be lower. I'm with it. Second oh, of you all, know that. Okay. Second of all, <laughs> you know, I've, I've traveled during the pandemic or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's my business, and I that's my business. However, Hell yeah. But what I will say is this social distancing thing in the airport, unbelievably comfortable. It should have mm. always been like this. This whole not sit Delta, you know, they don't sit anyone in the middle seat. They don't <laughs> sit anyone in those middle seats. Which and should so, stay. Yeah, that's the way it is. You know what I'm saying? And and I just, I've, I've never seen the planes cleaner. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what people were doing before, you know, but these new cleanliness standards are okay with me. And, you know, it's kind of cool traveling. One that. thing I will say about COVID is that it's, Sorry. no, like you bring up a, such a valid point. There are so many practices in play right now that I wish were always or will always be the standard. That should have been like, in play. Even, and, and this is, you know, just petty. Like this ain't as important as that. Cause you know, that right there is important. But like I was watching the Wendy Williams show and the audience was socially distanced cause it was just the mm -hmm. crew there. But if it were like a real audience and everybody has space like that, do you know I would be down to go to any show, concert, like any... Everything's more comfortable. Everything. everything. Like, it it almost makes me wonder, like, it's like practicing for the future in a way. Because, you know, robots going to be taking over shit. So, your ass going to have to not be worried about driving the damn car. When you get into the Uber, you don't really even know that there's a driver up there anymore. They got that whole shield almost to block out your uh, whole existence. I like that, too. I love that. <laughs> like, they're not it's trying to... a little to, you creepy, know. but... You know how much cab driver breath I didn't smelled over my years in New York City. I love that shield. Keep it behind me. And at I'm least it, it shields me from that black ice. There you go, friend. All you gotta do is look at it. You don't have to smell. You don't. <laughs> Only part that I'm having trouble with y'all is that whole sticking that thermometer at my forehead oh. when I walk in. It's just some about a motherfucker holding something with a trigger pointed at your forehead. You know, like. You know, like restaurants and stuff. Like, so, you oh. know, so, like, <laughs> put it to your wrist, they stick it to your forehead. <laughs> you know, like restaurants and stuff, like the gym, you know. All the places I ain't supposed to be going. But anyway, like, you know, so I just can't stand that shit. It's something about somebody holding something with a trigger and pointing it right at your forehead. You just let them do it. I don't know, at least just for me. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, it's triggering. Well, I guess that's the wrong word. <laughs> but, it, but, you know, like, it really does make me uncomfortable. I don't like nobody pointing nothing at me, like, you know, sticking that thing in my, pointing right. at me with that trigger. And something finger. that's been on everybody like else's head and face. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. You know what Have I'm saying? Have you gone into the bubbles that they've created, the little plastic bubbles to sit no, outside? No, because who was in there before me? I ain't seen nobody out there with no spray holes, you know what I'm saying, fumigating that motherfucker. So, no, I have not. It looks cool. But I probably won't be doing it. But I can't lie. When I saw the picture, I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. I ain't did the I know. I wanted to be like, well, do it work, work if you do a cartwheel and like roll it down the street. <laughs> you know, like a hamster, like a hamster ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know. Like, I mean, it's just so much change, like, which I'm fine with. And I pride myself on being the person who's not the old stuck-in-your-ways-ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? I can get with the new shit. weird. It's dystopian. Yeah. Yeah, It is dystopian. Like, seeing the basketball games with the people sitting in the audience that it's, like, their screens. I'm like, and they're actually home. I'm like, that is fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) Who came up with that? Like, I don't like... I don't like when I was watching, um, I think it was a Billboard Music Awards or something like that, and somebody was performing, and then they just showed that it was empty, and it's like, we know, we get that it's empty, like, damn, like, or like, we get that the artist is really there, and we can't be there, so it's kind of like these funny little tweaks of figuring out, like, what's going to work in, like, entertainment, or even dining, like, I'm still not with the whole dining outside thing, but I also don't want to be inside. I've done it. Like, so, like, I'm at a weird crossroads with it. I did it once or twice, but I New York is lot. just dirty. That's the only that, thing. That's really You it. end up sitting next to a fucking garbage container. Or yeah, the... Republican. <laughs> <laughs> the streets are always disgusting, so it's not the best. But I did it maybe, like, once or twice because I was just like... I thought I, I was out of here something. at Melba's the other day. They had me sitting. <laughs> I wasn't on, um, what is that, um, Frederick Douglass or whatever? And yeah. 114th, I think. I wasn't on Frederick Douglass. I was on 114th. And, you know, that's already a narrow, the, the narrow road. Let's travel mm-hmm. anyway and shit. Sure and that car came barreling down there, and I had my <laughs> back against the motherfucking thing. I was like, if that side view mirror oh hit me, God, I linked it. up and moved to the other side and shit. I'm like, I am not finna get blown down 114th Street. That ain't how I'm finna. That's not the end of my story. That just wasn't my story. So we moved to the other oh, side of the gosh. booth. Oh, I always like to eat outside anyway, so I've I've kind of been okay with, you know what I'm saying, the outdoor dining thing. It's just weird. It's just weird. That's all. It's very weird. Yeah. And that part, I don't know. And and I see that they said they have created a new system for the train stations now what? to like really, really sanitize them on a level that New York has probably never seen since Thank the trains God. were created, wow. which is sad because I'm like, shouldn't that be I've the norm been, right. right have y'all taken the train i have not gone down in the train station i haven't been on it once like I'm at all really. probably since we yeah were at the studio that, which was probably what march Feb- february february yeah february yeah wow that's fucking i weird. literally have my, my my damn metro cards done expired and i'm not talking about the past i'm talking about the actual card like yeah that's how long yeah. it's been it's sad and it felt eerie because I was walking the other day and I passed a train station and I was like, whoa, it's like nobody <laughs> in there. It was just, it looked deserted. Like, I took you it, know, I've taken it once. Now that I think weird? about it, I've taken it once. I took it to the gym. To the gym. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it just... wasn't. It, I know, right? It was clean now that I think about it. Um, and it was very, you know, virtually light, you know, like empty or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of people, I think that um, people assume a lot more people are moving around outside than really are. Because right. like yesterday in the gym, it was literally like tumbleweeds rolling across the, the treadmills and shit. It was nobody in there. So understandable mm. though because i have been struggling with the gym aspect mm-hmm. it is really hard to work out with a mask on mm-hmm. like it's just how the hell do you do cardio with a mask on <laughs> i found these ones at the hardware store that are like um it's a little bit harder 
you know, in the in the material or whatever, and it sticks out, which gives you a little room to oh, actually okay. breathe. And those are the ones that I try to work out in or whatever. But it's still a very uncomfortable experience. Ooh, trying it to lift weights. No yeah. yeah, like doing calisthenics with a mask. I just, I haven't been having the best time with that. So I've been trying to work out as much as I can at home. But, you know, it's not the same. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have machines. I don't have... I only have my bike, but even that gets kind of old yeah. after a while. And then all the mirrors. My walls ain't mirrored all the way around like that. I need the <laughs> mirrors in the gym. So, mm. Do you guys see my glasses? Yeah, I like them. What kind of glasses these, you get? These are the uh, Calm Optic. What was it? Calm Optics. The uh-huh. ones that I showed you guys that the uh-huh. kids had on. Oh, yes. Yeah, for looking at the screens and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's the blue light glasses. I, I wanted need one to- of them for gambling. let me make sure i'm saying the name right yes calmoptics.com not working with them or anything but i told you guys that i know a lot of parents were looking for blue light support with uh their kids having to do virtual schooling and that site is adorable Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's support for virtual virtual schooling whoop their little ass y'all seeing that lady sitting at this uh computer with her child and she was holding that black leather belt in one hand (laughs) Sitting next to her baby at the computer. No, I'm telling you, these kids are bad as hell. And I'm. What about? Let's not even talk about the kids. What about (laughs) the adults? Did y'all see the story of the? What is he? A journalist from the New Yorker that was caught masturbating on a Zoom call. I I read about that today, and it was not nobody you want to see masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to understand. I mean. I don't know. How does that happen? Well, we <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> stop you right there. Tell well, you sir. Start with the category. <laughs> category no, you know what is? It is because I'm thinking of Zoom calls, particularly. Remember when we had that one? Well, I won't say the I company. Know. I know. Mm-hmm. But Asante, you can turn your camera off. Asante won't turn to actually it was you and Crystal. Crystal asked too. Look, what, once, once, you know how you be bad in school. <laughs> it mm-hmm. felt just like that. Like I was about to do it, and once I see she did, it, I was like, "Oh, we Gucci, like we go." <laughs> I took my right off. It's hilarious because all of a sudden the screen just goes. Bloop, you know, bloop. I had to. I had to do things <laughs> that were not available for Zoom. Mind you, this is a long ass Zoom call, and these two just went ao went right. Meanwhile, you know, me and friends, you know, trying to sitting represent for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and friend, when I tell you, you were smiling. Like I was, I was like, just, just end it, friend. Honestly, it was because I was laughing at your butt because I was texting y'all and cracking up. Like the, they really, you know, they really got out of here. But my thing is, when you uh, turn your camera off, you see your screen go black. Mm-hmm. Did he not see his dick on the screen and wonder why he could see that? I think he was looking at another window. Or because in Zoom you can hide your self view. Sure. So he might have not been seen. Like he might not have seen himself on the screen to know. Because if you had that self view, you get yourself fucked up. Because sometimes I do it so I'm not just staring at myself and I could just look sometimes at. Sometimes you do what? I hide my self view on Zoom so I can just look <laughs> at you and friend versus. Oh, I thought you made you be no, nigga. <laughs> While we doing work, I was going to say, now that's a little bit too much me and you. I don't know about all that, nigga. You can't, can you wait? That's just, and and the fact that they said it was a meeting with like a lot of people on it, 
like a company wide meeting and then it was you know when they have company breakout groups wide. <laughs> Oh, I hope he Why didn't did have it? a breakout group. <laughs> that mean he messed never mind. You didn't I saw someone yourself? tweet someone tweet that it was a Zoom meeting M E A T I Wow. Uh, oh god uh, this dumb motherfucker was just... beating his meat on a zoom call for work what the fuck is wrong with you man during a you breakout group was he beating like, it or was he just airing serious? it out because maybe he just didn't feel like putting pants on no he it, it was no no the it, wheels it was... on that bus was going round and round that's what they saw the action you know what i'm saying right and that's the thing i was like oof. at first i thought you know how many of us are business up top party below when we're doing zoom calls <laughs> so Bad part two i thought maybe you know he didn't realize he got up to pee realized you know his dick was out but they said no it was not that he mm-hmm. was going to pound town on <laughs> his own <laughs> literally on his own (laughs) on my own okay how did it end this way that's the next question and i think they need to check that motherfucker's work phone records too because what you've been looking at during all the meetings otherwise that they need to go back to january last year what are you jerking off at the zooms grid the grid turned you on like it's just so this is strange but you know i'm feeling like we're gonna be getting a lot of stories like this Golly, I hope not because he looked <laughs> like a politician. Just a lot of Zoom mishaps, for lack of a better word. Somebody but. tweeted a picture. I don't know who she was or what she was because she might have been somebody that I'm supposed to know who she was. So very unfortunate if I don't and somebody knows what I'm talking about. But there was a woman who tweeted a picture of her like in a Zoom call and she showed how she looked just on the screen, like from her torso up. And then she said, she's like, how, uh, how you see me? And then she's like, a shot of her the rest of her house and she's like how it really is and you can see that shit was filthy from where her kids was playing and she ain't had no <laughs> pants on like she now you calling her house filthy. well there excuse me there were toys everywhere excuse me <laughs> same thing put the motherfucking toys up and and why she why she think that's cute she was share. providing transparency you know there are a lot of people that get on we don't we don't need to see through that <laughs> Why she think that's something cute? Like, bitch, we don't <laughs> know you a nasty ass bitch. I mean, I didn't find You know what I'm saying? And, and you cute. fake, you fake, and you <laughs> fake, front perpetrating for the whole world and for the Zoom Not for the whole fun. world wide web. Why she think that's cute? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? You know, me? because sometimes, because sometimes <laughs> motherfuckers be to slid something in your lap and it's so polarizing that you don't really think, well, what is this motherfucker really saying by doing this? <laughs> Like, why she think we care that she's a nasty-ass bitch? Because she was trying to provide relatable content. Yes. Well, squalor and th- filth squalor. ain't relatable. Y'all okay? just... She a damn hoarder, a squatter and shit. <laughs> she bad them motherfuckers don't, won't move out. You know them people that just sit I up in them abandoned properties you. and shit? I hope she don't, because I'm going to block her dirty ass. Okay? Dustin, why is your Zoom name Shiftless Negro today? Because I feel lazy today. <laughs> mm. I've been working really hard, and today I just I've been trying to find the gumption. I ain't been to the gym today, like I just haven't Man. had the energy. I've d- gotten things done, but I haven't had the energy to really do some of the things I need to do. So I feel shiftless, and I'm um, talking negatively to myself because I feel bad inside about it. 
because that's, that's the baddest well, side. So, so my name is Shiftless Negro today on the Zoom meeting. Thank you. No, I was very sleepy today too. And also the weather hasn't been helping because mm-hmm. I feel like it's rained for seven days and seven nights or eight days. What is it? Eight days, seven nights. It's so been much raining rain. we don't know. so much, so gloomy. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you look, just rain. And then it had the nerve to be hot today, a little humid like today. I said, well, what the fuck is we supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know what to put on. And my heat won't turn on. Oh, friend, I'm going through the same oh, thing. Ma- you too. Maintenance came today. It's funny that you was talking about maintenance. Well, at least they came because <laughs> they told me, you know how maintenance be giving you a, a window? They'd be like, mm-hmm. at They'd be like, I'll be there from such and such time. I should have known. I should have mm-hmm. known. Oh, yeah. We recorded late because I was waiting on their asses and they never, ever came. They have so many <laughs> things to fix. I have outlets that aren't working uh my my uh heater is blowing out cold air I, my gas ain't on they turned like what they were supposed to turn off so fucking funny they were supposed to turn off gas at another apartment but because they like redid the unit uh numbers uh i guess kind of was just like oh well, we're just gonna turn off this one and it was ours and then our gas is connected to the heat that already wasn't working so when the nigga was trying to fix the heat he was looking like well, your gas, I can't turn the heat on. I was like, you know what, sir? Just come back another time, I guess. I don't fucking know. I'm just going to smoke because I've been waiting for you to get the fuck out. <laughs> and you can't do shit in no way, so just get the fuck out. Like, that's why I got um, here so damn happy. I was like, he gone. I done lit up. We're, we're fine. Next. Like, <sighs> shit. And I'd be, so, I'd be trying not to be that person, but just watching them with their boots walking all through my house. Right. <laughs> oh, girl, you know trying to put on booties? I should, you know what? You're right. That's that's what I should provide. I should have some those little blue ones that people put over their shoes. Yeah, and the and then like shower caps. When, right, when, uh, and Fios, put that over their boots. When Files came, that man had some. I was like, well, I'm just gonna start asking people to do this. Well, that's smart <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, like I, I, you know what it is. I be feeling like. I just don't want to come off like some bougie weirdo. But honestly, yeah. it's also street trash. Yeah. Like, I don't walk with shoes in my own house. And I just don't want anyone else. But, you know, I be feeling weird. I'm like, I don't want to be that person. That's your but it is house. my house. Mm. I, it's my house. Like, I don't know why I feel that way. But it's sometimes it's hard for me. Because you, want people to be com- because you want people to be comfortable in your house. So you still think about that. Yeah, but you, also you don't want to start off with that. Like, can you take your shoes off? And they're looking at you like, well, damn, bitch. Well, <laughs> set the intention of it being an exchange. You know, they take off their shoes so they can experience the utmost comfort in your home. Right, yeah, but what right. if they got a hole in their sock? Because I'll be the toenail is dead. Oh my god, their toenail is dead. I'll be the Or their feet stink, or their sock. Mm-hmm. Like you just never know. Like you, you put in people in weird positions sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that's why the booties. <laughs> You're right. That's exactly the solution. And I need to buy myself a little box and keep it by the front. Oh, and you can get a little cute thing to put them in, friend. <laughs> A little See? wooden box, like please yeah, grab a booty. The booty box. Yes. <laughs> the booty box. <laughs> the booty box. Mm-hmm. How have you guys been entertaining yourselves lately? The rated <laughs> PG. Like answer, that man please. on the Zoom call. Now nah, I'm just playing. Woo! <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm just playing. Um, I just finished confusing ass Lovecraft Country. I'm telling oh, you. Oh my god. Amazing. Y'all know I don't be watching sci-fi shit, so you know I I've still been. can't believe you watched. I cannot lie. Up. I'm telling you, I'm glad. the only 
The only thing that almost fucked me up, for real, because there's been some crazy-ass shit and spells and all kind of shit. The things that normally y'all know I would not watch. Right. But the only part that really almost fucked me up was that episode when... Um, she was when Ruby was turning into the white lady, and, and when she took that potion, and her bones would crack and shit. Yeah, I mm. said she sound like me when I wake up in the morning, cracking my ankles and toes and shit. That's how my body <laughs> be sound. Clack, 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 clack. You know when she was busting out of that skin. That was the only part that was really fucking me up when that flesh was hanging off of her and shit. Oh. More than the Camino. Yeah. Wow. I, that was the only Good. part that really fucked me up. And them twins, the, uh, oh, the Claremont yeah. twins. The Camino. They almost the had me. Twins, stop. They almost had me, you know, but that was it. <laughs> Low key. But other than that, it's been good. I mean, a lot of people were unhappy with the ending, but I thought it was good. I I'm also it. wondering if this was a one and done. Like, like Watchmen, Watchmen, right? Yeah, because I'm cool with that. Like, it would be unfortunate in a way because, like, I love the cast. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the vision. I love where it took us, it being a completely different kind of show. I was genuinely excited to watch it every week, every even week. though it was a little like this last one. I didn't watch it when everybody else was watching it because I had gotten home. I had had like a really nice day, like, you know, was out riding bikes, eating ice cream, <laughs> just having one of those very hey friend hey days. And I got home. I was like, I don't want to feel yeah, like you this. Put that in your vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to put that into my energy. So I was like, I'm not I can't watch it tonight. And I kind of left it for the, the following day in the daylight. Well, you know, for a little lighter. Um, and then I watched it and I was like, I thought that was a good ending. I didn't feel unsettled or like unresolved in any way. I felt I didn't know what happened, so I felt like HBO <laughs> just I just was watching like, oh, okay, the house on fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> So the mama ain't the oh so he got two daddies oh okay so you know just I just was every scene dog like as it would happen I would just take that for I don't know what the fuck the show was about and I watched the whole season HBO did a great job and they've been doing a great job of giving us black content that can be seasons yes. or just limited season and I love that right. like I love that we've been and it's been original like dope fresh content like it's not been remakes or same old story there are elements that are similar in some of these stories yes but like i love the fact that it's so like fresh and people like they're so they want to talk about it so bad and it's so important too so shout out to hbo for lovecraft country it was a nice addition to the family because Watchmen, we were already on such a high from that and then to bring in a whole new audience dustin welcome because i'm so happy that only that one (laughs) thing bothered you because i know how your ass can be but like it was a great shot i'm glad yeah, you enjoyed it yeah i was it like too. dustin gonna think this this too dark-sided <laughs> like I, just, I mean because I, I maybe if i knew what the fuck i was watching i would i just <laughs> i'm telling you i just was going scene by scene then first three or four episodes was like three to- totally it was almost like just anthology episodes almost like right. i didn't know what the fuck was going on so i just been supporting and watching it oh Okay. Oh, Hippolyta's hair is blue. Okay. That blue wig. Oh, okay. That shit was no. funny as hell to me. Her daughter was mad in the motherfucker. <laughs> and her arm fucked up on top of Listen. that. I gave her the robotic finger every day. Like, fuck you, mama. You left me. Look at my arm, bitch. If we get a every season time. two, I'm mad. I'm going to be scared of whoever getting that arm. If we get a season two, I'm, I'm gonna be scared if she come pull on her mama blue hair with that arm, be like, "Come on, bitch," or some shit like that. You know, that. I thought of that too. Like when I saw the daughter D, right, mm-hmm, Diana, D. yeah, with, mm-hmm. with the animal. I don't remember what the thing is called. Well, when her mouth was, when it looked like she had allergic reaction to something in her mouth. 
<laughs> no, and the no, like the very, very last frame where the animal is like howling at the moon or some mm-hmm. shit, and she's just standing there looking at him. And I almost felt in that moment that that was giving spinoff energy, right? Because oh, yeah, that 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 beast thing, the I beast thing, because when yeah, they were the showing, black one. so when they were showing like the clips, um, like Tick going through the, like the clips in his head, and, or like her showing uh, talking to the animal or meeting it. In my mind, I was wondering, I was like, oh, so he gifted it to her, like you know, she. Like it's hers now. Supposed to protect her, right? So I'm like, like she got she got the juice now. So like Dita that was kind of the vibe I was mm-hmm. getting, and just the fact that that was the last frame. You know, I was like, is this setting us up where the next story is gonna be following her? Kind of like um, Tariq and Daenerys, oh. Daenerys with the dragons. No, you didn't, Tariq from Power. <laughs> That is not I where I was going. No, like Daenerys with the dragons, you know? Yeah. We could get yeah, Diana yeah. with the... What were those things called? I don't even know. But I'm curious. I am i don't... They haven't said anything, like whether season two is coming or if that was it. They still Shout out to, to Misha Green. <laughs> HBO, they're like, so... <laughs> Just Latasha be... Um, she breaks down the episodes on her yes, YouTube channel all the time, and they're really, really good. Shout out Very to just she provides amazing, fresh perspective on everything entertainment, especially when color is involved. So shout out to just and shout out to um, Tatiana and um, shout out to For All Nerds podcast because they yes. have they do the recap podcast for Lovecraft Country too. Awesome. They're really, really good. Yeah, Safe Negro Podcast. So that, that you know, you might want to check that out if you like me and don't know what you watch. I told everybody I'll be looking at Lovecraft Country and I look like I wear glasses and they lost them because I'll be squinting at the TV <laughs> the whole time. Like, captions on, TV on, volume on like 93. Like, just looking like, oh, shit, trying to figure out what the fuck I'm looking at. I don't know. Well, I still don't know who Atticus' mama was. And then it finally, in this last episode, I was like, oh, she was the one. Well, who was the goddamn old lady talking to Letty? Oh, well, then who was this bitch the standing lady. at the door of the fire? <laughs> who in the fuck was this hoe with the motherfucking? I didn't know what Not was going on. Not this hoe, I didn't know what was going on. But it's, it's good, and I watched it. Lovecraft Country. Can I take yeah, you? Yeah. And- go ahead, friend. Go ahead. No, it's not about Lovecraft, no, I- so go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say, too, that it was cool to see that Lovecraft got its own podcast, too. Like, that was cool to see. So I'm hoping that that's going to be the new tradition, too, with these black shows on HBO, where they'll have the complimentary or supplemental podcast to follow. And speaking of, shout out to Crystal and I. I was just finna go there. Announcement having nigga. Because you ain't saying (laughs) nothing. You got an announcement, too, friend. What's up? Right. I'm like, so Crystal and I got nominated for a Shorty Award, which is so hey. bomb. Yes. It's in their, their social good section. The write up was so when Crystal and I were like humbled. She was like, I feel like I'm going to cry. They made us sound so much cooler than we are. No, but honestly, it is nice when your work is appreciated, you know, because we did bust ass getting those episodes out because they changed the format this year especially with covid knowing people wanted their entertainment a little bit faster so we yes. had to have those episodes up and running immediately like the show would go off at at what 11 that episode would be up by 1101 so yep. you know we made sure to create that system which wasn't easy but 
it was nice that now we're, you know, being appreciated for it. And I thought that that was really cool. I don't think I've ever won any, like, awards in the digital space. Well, friend, shout out to you, friend. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. No, seriously. Seriously. I was like, that's so cool. That's cute. You and Crystal together are magic any fucking way. So to be able to marry that with insecurity was, like, perfect. Like, yeah and working with your friends too like it's just a blessing all around it's super cute so i don't actually understand if there's a voting system or what because i couldn't see anything on the page but once we have more information because we're still trying to figure out what that means we'll definitely come back and let you guys know but shout out to the shorty awards for that look because that was really cool and you know like i was saying with lovecraft it was cool that they had the accompanying podcast mm-hmm. hosted by two yes. black women as well i'm like yes, yes let's keep that going yeah whatever yes. the next show is keep giving those uh black women creatives opportunities because it's it's just good it's fun it's fun to do the recap so i want to hear more of it well friend you know that was a great segue because you know jay ellis <laughs> i was watching and I, and I just have to eat my words here i just have to come back and revisit this you know i was t- i told y'all i started the game from the beginning way back i finally <gasps> finished it and did you really? I did. I did. And and I was telling you before, like I, you know, they changed like the 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 way it was shot changed or whatever. So I was kind of not really fucking with it after that. But you know, after watching because it changed channels, right? It was like like you know they went from like that live studio audience with the live track and all that type feel to like this soap opera type feel, and it was kind of fucking mm-hmm. with me. It, it, they looked great, but it was still like you know missing that track. So I was kind of like, mm, this feels like different. But I finally finished the series in whole. It was a great ending. So I would say to anybody that is watching the game, or if I said to you, the game, you don't really got to finish it, you should definitely finish it. I can't, but like, I have to eat my I, words. I'm going <clears> to <throat> take your word for it because I did not finish it. I think I fell off. Damn, what season was that? Maybe season four? What, what was happening? When I fell off, um, Janae had, was pregnant and then... He, Derwin was lying, saying that he was going to the court or something, yeah. but he was really like at the house chilling with her and the baby, and and then um, the girl Melanie found out, and <laughs> girl Melanie, girl Melanie, yep. and then she tried to make the baby take uh, the test, he, or maybe that was baby. before that. I don't know. Yeah, so he was ready to break up with her, but then they decided to stay, and then. I think that's where I was like, all right, I don't you know. You know what? Because I, I said on here that everybody, that um Tasha Mack and her son, they they were the only two that appeared in every episode of the season. The way that they mm-hmm. gave all the characters closure, like, was really dope. So that's why I was like, I, I have to say. So they did have, like, a proper finale, unlike Moesha yes, and Girlfriend. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. well, that's good to know. So maybe I will try to finish it if I can push through. I will say, you know what was funny to see? Did y'all finish Girlfriends yet? No, I'm still somewhere in season three. When uh, the game was coming out and being promoted, there's a season, or rather, there's an episode. I don't know what season that is. Maybe season six? Seven? Okay. Is it seven where the whole episode is the game? Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, and it threw me off. I was like, I had to check my channel, like thinking that I, I accidentally clicked the wrong show. Well, the game but was. But it said girlfriends. Well, yeah, wasn't the game done by Kelsey Grammer people? Yeah, yeah. like it was a, a, <clears throat> just a, all in the same family. And, and girl Melanie and Tracy Ellis Ross started off the episode. Oh. Um, but then it turned into 
a whole game episode and i guess that was their way of like introducing the audience to the new show that is yeah so cool. it was pretty cool to see that because i was like wow that what a integration is pretty cool to watch but yeah i didn't <laughs> i didn't finish i'll probably try to do that though you inspired me to pick it up again i did i had to i don't know why i felt like i had to share that but i, I was really watching and i was just like because you know what i i love wendy raquel robinson so much and so I, <laughs> she she really kept me the entire time like every episode like every scene she was in and she was in every episode so shout out to her like great great woman i just have to she say kinda, her and ti look like they could be related <laughs> don't they oh god here we go here they we do go. just think on how they both be doing like this <laughs> they both be doing like that her and ti kind of look like they could be related just a little bit somewhere what have you been watching dustin <laughs> um so besides lovecraft country i've been watching the vow and then i'm gonna tell you what my shit is there's this series called girls incarcerated on netflix oh my god i love that show friend okay so hold on friend. <laughs> me and xd and jade used to when I tell you we watched that together and used to crack because there's a girl that needed to be adopted and I was trying to find her information and XD was like, Fran, <laughs> Fran, let's relax. So I'm, on, I'm on season two, right? I'm on see. I started, I literally just started season two. I didn't even watch season one. I just started season two. So I have to go back. But uh-huh. I fell in love with them girls by this first episode. Like that, amazing. When they had that graduation on the second episode, and what was the girl's name? I can't even remember her name, but she ended up going home, and her mom came, and she was just happy to see her mom, and just I was so emotional like on that episode. And then they took, then they had in intake right after that, and a whole bunch of badass girls came, and so I was like, <laughs> all right, bring me back to reality or whatever. But it just girls incarcerated will take you there emotionally. At least it did right? me. Uh, you you become so hopeful. The um the warden, what's his name? And they keep saying his name over and over again. I can't remember, but they often refer to him as like a father type figure in their lives, mm-hmm. and just the way that he, the way literally his manner with those girls, and um, it's just so imp- it, it was really impressive. And then the principal, the black woman that was the principal, she was loving to those girls. It's just a lot of people have counted these young ladies out, tossed them away, called them bad. They come from some very extreme circumstances in their Man, home lives. Do they? And so just to see the the one girl, um, Chrysler, I think was her last name. <laughs> yes. That she had the she had the baby, you know, mm-hmm. and she kept bugging out, but she really just wanted to go. She was sixteen. She had a four month old baby when she got there. She just wanted to go be with her baby. She wanted to be a mom and yeah, she had made some mistakes and stuff, but just that's what that's what was making her spaz out was that she was so frustrated because she was anxious to get home and just be a good mom to her baby. And I just watching that, I know that in another world, in another life, I could I would have had to dedicate my life to that work to do it. But I know I could have been a good like that warden at that school oh, or I any any. I, I, I could have really connected with them young ladies and encouraged them to do well because every single time they were allowed to go after some sort of accomplishment or set a goal for themselves and they achieved it, that's what would really be noticeable for me. Like they were just, they were so happy to accomplish something, so happy to, you know, set a goal and see it through. And they would say like, I've never had anybody tell me they were proud of me before or whatever. So just- And when they would get the shirt colors- The purple, when they get their, I got my burgundy, I got my burgundy, Fred, yes. (laughs) 
I would get so emotional. I, you know what's so funny about you saying the emotional attachment you build mm-hmm. watching them because they are young yep. and you want to see them win knowing the dire circumstances they come from. That's the first show I have to say where I literally went and found them. Like I yes. went on their Facebooks. Yes. I looked for them on Instagram. I've never, yep. like all the shows you watch, I don't really ever feel like that about people. Yep. You know, I'm just like, oh, it was a good show. But I had to know how they were doing. Like I had to know. And it was funny because one of them, right when I found her Facebook, she was like on Facebook Live and she was like smoking weed with her oh, man. Oh, good. So she was home though. She was home. So you but got she glass was home. Apple, she was home. She was home, you know, smoking weed and drinking Hennessy. But I was like, <laughs> okay, well, nice to see that you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Fran, what about Jesse? What was the Jesse girl's last name? Was it Jesse Rose or something? Remember, she her mama had six kids and her father had... Um, her father had abused her older sister or whatever, and so he was doing a 200-year prison sentence. And oh, my God, yeah. got caught with that stuff, and she was going to jail. So and both just, her parents were just, like, not in her life whatsoever. Oh, She had I'm to go stay with her granny and her sister. I wanted that little girl to win. She, Her personality, she was funny. Um, she kept everybody in their unit laughing. Like, right. It was just good. And they, friend, they used to be letting that um, security guard, the guy, the black guy, that, the, uh, that security guard, they used to be letting him have it. Turn your ass around. Shit. You, I, I sat down when you said it. Damn. Like, they, they just used to be going off on him. And that, even though it wasn't funny, it was funny. No, but in the little black girl that she don't have no family. I wish I the remember The girl who her loved name. her grandmother. Crazy eyes. No, it was the, she had like, big curly hair i think like a curly ponytail and she didn't oh, have nobody on the top of her head yes yes yes, yes and friend. she oh, she Lord. was like she wanted to get out and the sad part with her is that it was actually time for her to get out and they could not but she had her. nowhere to go yeah isn't that so sad she did her time Unbelievable. but because she didn't have an address or you know like no family they couldn't release her so she's just there and I, that's the one that i was like i I need Damn. to help her. And NXT next was, was like, like no. calm your ass. Calm your ass because what you don't want <laughs> is okay. one of these girls. It's like, we got to do something, Jada NXT. Okay. Then they said, no, we don't. But yeah, like I just, just watching those girls, friend. Remember the one girl who all she cared about was her grandmother. I called oh her Crazy Eyes because she reminded me of Crazy Eyes on Orange is the New Black. <laughs> But all she cared about was her grandma. And when her grandmother came, just watching them interact with each other, it was just... And then when the parents would come visit, friend, Oh, they're like little babies so excited. And they'd have pizza. And But even then it was girl, sad, though, the mm-hmm. ones that their parents wouldn't come and told them that they would. Like, ugh. I know. I, I just saw him hook. Girls Incarcerated, y'all. It is a whole... Asante, it's not, it's, you gotta I'm watch to, it. I'm gonna have to tune in. I'm gonna have to tune in. Girls Incarcerated on Netflix. I'm gonna check yes. it out. I'm, it's emotional. I'm almost though. done with my last Netflix. Series. Like you know how you would watch scared. I don't know if y'all seen like the old school scared straight from the seventies and then like mm-hmm. the new one that Hell they yeah. did back in like two thousand. Like mm-hmm. I watched that just to laugh at some people getting cussed out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, watch some kids that just don't give a fuck. But you know, this that's ain't always that. Funny. No, this you become attached to the stories. You become in, in, um, invested in the outcomes of these young ladies' situations in this um in this school at the in this camp rather. I think it's in Indiana, right, friend? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's out in Indiana. Indiana. 
Um, and it's just good. So girls incarcerated, I'm telling you, this is the shit. Watch that. And doesn't Netflix. it make you so thankful too for like the psychologists and the, mm-hmm. the counselors and the mm-hmm. wardens that genuinely build this emotional intimacy with them and really they love them do. and care and they, for them. They nurture those kids in a way that a lot of times they have never been nurtured before. And although it's quite limited, you know, and, and restricted, and there's only you know so much communicating they can do and right. on certain levels still to provide that that sort of care and concern and to see the kids remember the one girl i don't remember her name but she had joked about smoking a blunt when they when she finished her program when they were out um doing like a um <laughs> like an activity cleaning up a playground or something they were on their way back mm-hmm. and the warden heard her and he had to put her through some sort of process about it and the girl felt so bad she was in jeopardy of not being able to go home one time, them extending her, like, you know, time there or whatever. And she felt so bad, she teared up when she wrote her letter of apology and was reading it to him, to the warden. She, like, teared up and f- said, you know, how bad she felt and that she understood, you know, the importance of being drug-free and she was not mocking her time there and all this shit. But you could tell that she felt some sense of accountability to right. him because of the way that he had been caring to Because of their lady. relationship. Wow. Yeah. I just and that's that's as real as it gets to me. So Ooh, I just I love what that a show. Good show. You just reminded me. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Girls incarcerated. Girls y'all. incarcerated. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. What have I been watching? There's a lot of spooky shit on Netflix. You watched Evil? No, hell no. That that cover alone, I would never click that. It's literally called Evil. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) that little scary face. And then the actor that played Luke Cage, it's like the first face you see on there. But I think he's like a priest or some shit. I ain't watched it. No, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch what's the other one everybody's watching? Uh, Bly Manor. Bly Bly. What is it? Bly Manor. It's Bly Manor. It's the sequel or spinoff to. that haunted joint, yeah, yeah I know. Mm-mm. You didn't do either one. I did that first one. Yeah, I was about to say, you know that first one was good, though. It was good because I think it was the first time I've seen a scary movie that actually had a good storyline. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't relying on those jump cuts to freak you out. Mm-hmm. It had a storyline, so I was like invested in these this damn family <laughs> and the mom and the daughters and shit. So I know that this is like the next chapter of that but i don't think i have it in me i'm lovecraft kind of like i'm gored out yeah, yeah me too enough like, is unfucking i don't know enough. how much more blood and busted heads and shit i can because i'm yes. sure it's, it has all of that in it i'm sure i'm only like part partially through the first episode it, it's it's slow is it scary it's slow right now it ain't scary it's it's slow you know, there's like black people on it though. Yeah, I seen I like see. I seen like two black girls supposed to be on the season, yep. so I'm like, I'm watching. <laughs> Same. Midsummer I'm, fucked mm-hmm. me up, so I'm straight. Oh no, don't even get me. Started I watched Midsummer <laughs> finally, and it was so weird Ooh, because it was that? like scary, but it was always daytime. A fucking crazy ass movie that Maya was like, you should watch it. I was like, is it gory? <laughs> She's like, no. Girl. She is. She is. 
I had I seen sleep. some things in that movie, like, and I knew it was a problem. And then the dumbass girl that, uh, you know, yeah, she had had some family trauma or whatever, but goddamn girl, you can't be that motherfucking stupid. You just fall for anything. This shit they doing didn't even make no sense. And you know when I knew they had her friend? When they told her she was the May Queen and she put on that Class A Azul dress. <laughs> Did you see it? She had on that dress that looked like the Class A Azul bottle and that flower cross said, this dumb bitch that fell for the okie doke. They tell they gave her they speaking gibberish and telling her you the flower queen. Next thing you know, your man in there the fucking queen. this bitch, surrounded by like nine naked hoes. One of them pushing Yo. your ass on you to hump her. And then they then next thing you know, you getting char broiled in a damn bear suit. They literally gutted a bear and stuffed this motherfucker inside a bear. In the name of what? What the fuck that did I do? That movie was so fucking weird and twisted and yes, dark. Yes, it was. I'm and like, am I even supposed up. to be hearing these melodies? Like, is this, I, need to, I, I had to cut the lights on and shit. I was with my baby. I was like, ah, we can get why turn this, cut the lights on. Miss Summer, if, they, if it's daytime there, it's going to be daytime up in here. I don't give a fuck what time we watching this. Turn I the lights on. I felt that way with Lovecraft, too, when they were speaking the language of Adam. I was like, yeah. let me cover my ears. Yeah, I don't know I was, what's being uh, said. Damn it. Well, especially once that book flew open like that at the beginning of the episode. I knew then. When they, and, and the book was like, it flew open. I'm like, see, no way, Jose. This is why I do not fuck with this shit. And then remember, right after that, they fell out. It was just like that song. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. They literally let it out. Tick went down. Boom. Letty went down. Boom. Then next thing you know, motherfucker. Didn't Hippolyta go down to her? No, she was still up by the bed. No, she was trying to help them. Yeah. Yeah. But Hippolyta pulled up with the blue hair. I didn't know why. I was like, okay. I said, okay. This shit just be happening. They got Tokyo Styles on the the glam and shit back then. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Shout out to Mia. That's what it is. Like, what? Yeah, no, I'm but just, I watched I just, um, Nurse Ratched. Have y'all seen the uh, I seen the, the preview things for, for yeah. I was telling y'all about it earlier in the show. <laughs> what I tell you, when they get ready to leave, they mate. Anytime you decide to leave, Nurse Ratched. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> now, that show I watched because I really love, what's her name? Sarah Anne? Paulson. Paul, Sarah. Why do I call her Anne? Her name is not Anne. <laughs> Don't she go with an old-ass bitch named Anne? <laughs> What's Sarah Paulson's girlfriend name? I am name? so mad at you because stop. Ain't her name Anne? You now, we ain't gonna act saying. like Sarah Paulson don't go with you know um, Sarah from the Bible. So who is the old biblical woman? I Bathsheba. I cannot so, breathe, y'all. Bathsheba. Sarah Paulson. Okay. Got, what's her What's her so girlfriend I name? Do y'all no know? Idea. Let me look it up. She got this old ass bitch. She an actress too. <laughs> So I was. I they look like relatives Sarah. when they be standing next to each other. <laughs> I enjoy her on American Horror Story, and just as an actress, I think she's the bomb. So when I saw her, I was like, "Oh, I want to see her new show." Jesus, that show is dark. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so you can watch American Horror Story and Nurse Ratchet, but you can't watch Blind Manor with the black girls. I mean, I think I, you know, it's like how many can I do at this point? Like, it's a lot. It's a lot for the spirit. It's heavy on the spirit. <laughs> I want to watch it though. I heard it's like really good. It is good. I can't lie. I was definitely, you know, when you tell yourself you don't want to keep watching it because it's fucked up, but then the storyline is good, so you just. When Netflix just go ahead and takes you to the next episode, I just kept letting it do that. And I, I found a girlfriend it. whenever you're ready. Let me see. Oh God. Her name her name Holland Taylor. That's her that's her name. She's an actress. Look. 
This is what she looked like. That's fly. Oh, I love her. Oh, that's so, so do interesting. Sarah <laughs> and it is interesting. But now I you like see what I mean that. when I say they look like relatives when they be standing <laughs> like taking pictures on the red carpet and shit. Look at Asante can't even breathe. He is under his We better hope right Holland now. Taylor ass can breathe. She's 93 <gasps> motherfucking years. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> hey, you think you hope she can breathe? How you think Sarah Paulson feels? Oh, stop it. You know she be waking up at night, baby. Okay, I'll just check it. Just see me, baby. Hey baby. Good night, baby. <laughs> Look, you better say say tell her you love her. Tell her you love her. <laughs> hey, talk it out. Y'all motherfuckers got to so, talk it out I every terrible. time. Terrible. <laughs> I feel terrible for bringing up nurse pressure. <laughs> But on the show, talk it out. So to lighten up all the gore, I'm gonna drive the boat. I started watching Shit's Creek. <laughs> Shit's Creek is funny. I heard that's amazing too. Yeah, I've shit. never watched it, but I heard it's a really little bit good. of Lexus. What's, what's What's funny is I don't really. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. Really, I'm gonna sound like Mandy. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I don't really watch that. Like, that type of humor never really got me. Like, The Office, mm-hmm, Parks mm-hmm. and Rec. Yes. Uh, yes. You know what I'm talking about. That sort of dry white yeah. humor. It just never really pulled me in. But this shit is funny <laughs> as fuck. The mom. All, oh, my God. Helen is out of her motherfucking mind. All them outfits and them wigs. The wigs. And I want to know why she wears the wigs. She stay with Do we ever look. even know why? She stay with a look. She's just outrageous. I originally watched because I just love me some Eugene Levy, but her ass really be taking the cake. It's her accent. She be like, David. <laughs> well, who's going to watch the baby? <laughs> like The grandmama is the baby. <laughs> she be like, why is there a mattress on the side of the road? Yes. David. We need She's this. so great. Like it's too much. Like every character on there is absolutely ridiculous. Does, Why does the son only wear black and white? Like the show is just so the good. Son, his little story arc, his sexuality, like that shit. With his little girlfriend, his best friend, and like that shit is hilarious. It's just so I will say it got me. Shit's Creek is on Netflix if you haven't caught it yet. But it's funny because I don't really watch shit like that. Uh, my partner got me watching it and I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And then mm-hmm. I got sucked in because that shit is hilarious. And I needed something light. All this dark shit I've been watching. I'm like, something got to make me laugh. <laughs> well, if you want to laugh, you want me to tell you what you need to watch? CNN Please. tonight on motherfucking CNN because Don Lemon be having me crying. <laughs> when I tell you like, Don Lemon has been going the fuck off on CNN. Oh, yeah, and he shifted. Everything. He, he shifted. calls it like it is. He was Amen. He called he was talking about um the fact that these artists, I think it was Credence Credence Clearwater Revival, they're suing um the Trump administration because they were playing one of their songs at a rally that's actually about um being drafted to war and how rich people were avoiding the draft back in the day, back in the uh, Vietnam War. And they were actually playing this song at a Trump rally. And the mm. you know, they were pissed about it, so they issued a C and desist but when Don Lemon was introducing him he was like you know it's, it's been uh, <laughs> he was like it keeps happening uh, every every time he has one of his super spreader rallies <laughs> I was <Whoa>. laughing because <laughs> they'd be like 900 motherfuckers deep you know or whatever spreading that virus all through him man and just watching him dance like an idiot you know it's just unbelievable but and Don Lemon be getting it in and the dramatic pauses the 
um, colloquialisms that he uses, his like his facial just, expressions, all of that, man. Watch, and it, usually Cuomo is on, and then Don oh Lemon comes God. on right after him. Cuomo so the and combo. Trump with their Twitter rivalry. So, but just watch CNN tonight if you can watch that, because Don Lemon, your ass, been going off and entertaining me. I'm telling you. <laughs> and speaking of laughs, did y'all catch uh, SNL where Jim Carrey was playing Joe Biden? Yeah, and I Alec did. Baldwin was Trump. Yo, Alec Baldwin is funny Hilarious. as fuck. Hilarious. I had no idea. I never, I mean, obviously he's a great actor, but I had never seen him in like the mm-hmm. comedic capacity and mm-hmm. he really fucking killed that. His timing and everything. He's good. He's a legend. He's a legend. He was perfect. Like if you close your eyes, you would legit have thought that that was Trump on SNL. I need what to watch Maya the whole Rudolph episode. Oh Kamala. my God. That shit was just... hilarious. I'm speaking. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm speaking. <laughs> what should we do in the nose? Like, it's so funny. My Rudolph is the whole episode. Yeah, it's funny as shit. Another show I've been watching uh, is Fargo. Have y'all watched Fargo? No. I thought the people looked like the people on Roseanne, and I was like, I done had enough of this. I ain't gonna watch this shit. <laughs> I really tried. The was first right? season was dark. It was mm-hmm. just a lot of darkness. I think I need to chill out, to be honest. I didn't even watch anything the past couple of days outside of Lovecraft finale I just was like you know what let me read a book you should watch some housewives this would be the perfect time for you to catch up on some housewives franchises like Which one? you know just entertain Potomac. watch Potomac that's the easy yep. one to start with watch Potomac. Potomac easy and rewarding those are all why do I always think Potomac is all white women but it's not right all or what? is it the Potomac one it's all white women oh no no no, no. Potomac is the other all black franchise Okay. So, yep, you got Atlanta, which obviously, <laughs> and then, you know, you have Potomac. So watch Potomac, too. But this is like their best season ever that they're on currently is season five. But it's very easy to catch up on that. But I suggest, you know, fill in the gap with some housewives. I it's mean, I definitely need something lighter because yeah. it's just been t- a little too October spooky. The past couple shows I've watched. Is, is Potomac the one where everybody's talking about this Monique or Monica something yes, that's Monique. fighting. Monique yep. Samuels. Monique gave a very well-deserved ass whipping, which really wasn't even an intense ass beating. She really just pulled the girl's hair, held her down, and she open-handed hit her in the top of the head a few times. Oh, shit. Meanwhile, the other girl who's trying to play victim was swinging a broken glass trying to cut this girl while she was doing it. But what? I don't want to talk about that. But anyway, Monique gave her a well-deserved bop, bop, bop drag and... You know, everybody's up in arms and feeling, you know, there's a, a line drawn in the sand. So, well, but in let case, me ask you something. Why is it that it seems like everyone is in an uproar when I feel like that's what the franchise has always been? Wasn't Evelyn? Oh, wait, that's a different show. <laughs> I was like, but wasn't Evelyn on right jumping track. on tables, throwing wine bottles at people? Like, on I thought that was wives. part yes, of. She was. I thought that was part of. The franchise is to witness people because anytime I've watched it, there's only been four scenes. Mm -hmm. It's somebody getting a new house and showing Mm -hmm. it off. (laughs) There's a scene where they're shopping in the stores and talking to each other about what happened somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're at a restaurant fighting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and -hmm. then they go on vacation. Four Mm -hmm. scenes. Every show. Every franchise. Yep, You already got it broken down. So I think this will be a perfect choice for you right now. And they are gassing it and making a bigger deal out of it than it needs to be. Why is it? Is it because people are in a different lens now where like that's not tolerated? No, no friend. They, obviously they not. They old and school. You, 
And then Candace trying to ride with that. Like, but it's what they are is hypocritical as fuck and disgustingly judgmental because they don't like this girl in the first damn place. And, and very so much anything that, that she would have done, they're trying to attribute it to her being just a terrible, out of control person who, you know, doesn't have self control and shit. And that's <laughs> literally not what this is at all. The girl after the fight, she went on to egg another girl on at this table. Ashley could have whipped her ass for telling for her telling her, aren't you married? Huh, not for long. You know, just being nasty and, and vengeful. And in the mid-season trailer, we see that there is going to be a point where this girl and her husband almost come to blows with another girl and her husband. And you can hear her yelling, I wish the fuck you would, please. I'll fuck you up. After she played the victim and is still playing the victim in this situation with Monique. So it's just... Is it a status thing? Like, is she not as wealthy as they are? Well, she's or? actually more wealthy than they are. Oh. And so, well. yeah, there's that. <laughs> and you, and there's also the, the people who are really expressing the most judgmental behavior toward her um, are Giselle Bryant, Robin Dixon, of course, Candace Diller Bissett, who was the one that got beat up. Not beat up, but dragged. Um, and then Wendy, this new lady who don't really matter anyway. But... Um, <laughs> The, the crazy thing is that both Giselle and Robin are in no place to be judgmental like this to her. Giselle is the ex-wife of Pastor Jamal Bryant. They were divorced for 10 years. He's had numerous, like numerous, five, six different children on her during, wow. the, during the time that they were married and still right oh, now. And, and she literally said, you know, I have a superstar pastor boyfriend, Jamal Bryant. And as his partner, I cannot be around hanging around with somebody who's fighting on TV. <laughs> It's, it's laughable. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's one of the things you watch, you'll know. But anyway, I say all that to say the Housewives, either you could go to Atlanta. I can give you the seasons that you can be most entertained. Yeah, there. tell me which one. I'll watch it. Cause, Atlanta you know. would be seasons four, five, six, seven, nine. Those are the seasons. Um, then, of, of course, the first and second seasons. But four, five, six, seven, and nine are the best ever. Um, season 10 was good too but you know whatever then you can do potomac and also if you really have time you can watch jersey because the first two seasons mm. of Jer the first two seasons were amazing once the drama flipped to like all the Teresa's family it got whack but the first two seasons were good so that's why oh, i said all Teresa, Jude yeah but Dice. fuck her because she voted she voted for trump so fuck her. I mean, Jailbird. I'm not surprised. Jailbird. Is the New York one? Does the New York one still exist? Yeah, I enjoy New it York. Does. It does still exist. In fact, um, Ebony K. Williams, my amazing partner on her new podcast. Oh, that's the one she's going to be on. Mm -hmm. So first is she going to be housewife. the, I was just going to ask, she going to be the mm -hmm. first black one? So who's mm -hmm. still on it? Because I, I remember like Luann. Luann is still there. <laughs> that Bethany is no longer there. Yeah, Bethany gone. Ramona. 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 Yep, her Karen ass is still there. Yes. Who's the other one? Um, um, Alex and Jill Zarin. They're Al not there anymore. Jill, yep. Yes. Oh, Remember, Alex lived in Brooklyn. Right. And, yep, mm -hmm. No, they're not there anymore. It's a whole new crew. But um, but Bethany, excuse me, Ramona's ass is still there, and Luann is still there as well. Yep. And you know what? Shout out to Bethany. Bethany's mm -hmm. team retweeted the Friend Zone podcast Shout out the to other Bethany. day. Yeah, <laughs> because both of our podcasts were side by side on the splash page when you went on Spotify. Mm -hmm. They were having like a fresh finds, like in case you were looking for new podcasts to listen to. And we were on there. It was just pretty Thank you, pleasant. Spotify. Thank you, Spotify, for that highlight. And then we were next to 
uh, Bethany's podcast. So she screenshotted it and said she was in good company. We were like, cute. Yeah, she know what's up. <laughs> I thought y'all are funny too, our listeners. One of y'all was under it like, thanks for the free promo. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. Send y'all over some so skinny y'all. girl. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> what about music? Because we, you know, we shared what we've been watching, which I've been listening to. A lot of new music has dropped. It has, and I'm not finished with everything. I do love the um, So Icy Gang, I think it's called. Um, the new Gucci Man compilation album that came out with all the artists that are on his Icy Gang. Tier 17. Um, oh, I did not even yeah. think that. It's real good. So Icy Gang Volume 1, that's good. Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof is Hell amazing. yes. End to end, amazing. And my, fa- okay, so I got two songs, y'all, that we got to talk about. Yes, go ahead. It is one of One of them I can just share the other one we got to talk about. So Bankroll by Rich the Kid um, and Young Boy is the shit. You got to look up Bankroll by Rich the Kid and Young Boy. It's the shit. Okay, moving on. Miley Cyrus got a new song called Midnight Sky. The fucking and there's a, shit. There's a, the fucking <laughs> shit. The fucking <laughs> shit. So let's just play it. Let's just play it. Y'all know when I like something. Y'all know how I feel about it. If a song hits me, it hits me. It I already bad. hear you singing okay. Gaga. <laughs> so here, and you already know. I'm on the TV. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's all of that and then some. But see, Shallow wore me out because I could not support it the way I wanted to because it was Grammy season and there were so many other songs nominated that I needed to support but but i was rude i shallow was in my heart i was always like once it, it won and all the dust was settled i was so glad to come out as like a shallow sand that's one of the greatest songs ever Not come out but this song is by miley cyrus it's called midnight sky um she's been doing these like backyard performances and shit of course because of covid she covered blondie heart of glass she covered give me more by britney spears yes. i heard but that it just sounded yeah. very cool it was a cool it flip. did but i just like i, I, I like the it. rock tinge vocal mm. i like the rock edge of the music but i hated that country twang they added with the guitar it was pissing me off mm. just let miley be rockish and i also am over this hair this you know mother haircut she got, but whatever <laughs> The millennial mullet. Because Miley got a wide, dreidel ass head. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't understand why you, you know. But anyway, this song is <laughs> oh called God. Midnight Sky. It actually samples Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks, which is a song that I love. Mm. So let's start there. But Shout this song is Stevie called, Nicks. yeah, Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus. really you know miley cyrus i probably wouldn't promote one of her i mean i'll promote any song that i truly love that's a good song but 
you know, Claude and Chuck are responsible for one of her, you know, greatest songs of all time. Hell um, yeah. You know, Party in the USA. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to show some love because our family helped her be off, on top. You off know what GP. I'm <laughs> Made her what's going on over there. So, you know, so now I can take it in. So, shout out to Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus. And I figure, what the hell, I might as well pay a little bit of bankroll because if I'm going to play yeah. Miley Cyrus, we're going to play Rich the Kid and NBA Youngboy around here. Come on, Rich. So, hold on. This is bankroll. They deliver like dominoes. No, for real, we got paper like King Cole. You a shrimp, I take your bitch and pop it off. We gon' stay to the main life, don't crow. Remember back when I couldn't get an elbow? Now I got these bitches wetter than a speedboat. They were tryna book a show, but they get paid a cool. Now I know the footage see me at the boot pill feed. I walk on stage with a whole lot of water. With a whole lot of drip on me. Glock hanging out my side in my pockets with the east. Leave a stain in the street, never talking about the beef. You the time that would speak, you the one that I keep. Leave them down, same thing as I preach. Red demons in my head with some blood on my feet. They gon' go out I love that part. <laughs> got a whole lot of water, got a whole lot of drip on me. Yeah, he on me. did I love that. that he was in his so, bag on that. Yes. I love Rich the Kid. He's super, super, super like like the shit. Great music, great albums. I love that song too. It's the shit. What about you, Asante? Um, before we get into what I've been listening to lately, I also want to add to Dustin's uh, Miley Cyrus. Uh, if you go on YouTube, you can watch these performances. Miley and her sister Noah performed I Got So High That I Saw Jesus, and it was beautiful. I just have to share that. Like, I got so high that I saw Jesus. Yes. And when I tell Girl, you. Oh, yeah, friend. Like, <laughs> That's what he said. Wow. And I was sitting there and I don't know if it was because I maybe I've been there or what, but I was really sitting there like <laughs> like this is a, a moment. Like I didn't I've never really listened to Noah's music, I'm not gonna lie, but watching the two of them connect like that and sound so beautiful together and just more of them versus uh the band and shout out to the social distancers, the name of the band. They did their thing, but really appreciated that video. So I had to share that. Um outside of that. I have been in my bag just really listening to old school music still. Like last week, I, or last week or the week before, I think I shared with y'all that Obi song. Uh, <laughs> I've been listening to like old T Pain and shit like that. But Hell yeah. um, I did have a, a song I wanted to share. We've talked about Baby King before. Um, yeah, Orange Hell Soda. Yeah. Baby Kim dropped a couple songs. Little bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell, Tell your, your best, best friend, friend, shut the, shut fuck, the fuck up. up. Yes. <laughs> I love Baby Kim. Like, I really do. There, and he has another song on that same project because that project was like uh, five songs. Baby Kim is just really, really talented. And I feel like he's not discussed enough. And I'm mad that nobody told me that he dropped these two songs. But he dropped a song called Hooligan and a song called Sons and Critics. I was listening to, um, let me just give credit where credit's due. Spotify just always be doing little things that I never knew that I needed. And, you know, since I pay for them, you know, I feel like I need to go on ahead and discuss these things. Um, there's like a playlist and 
they always make me little playlists and it always just either puts me on the things that I, I know that I love or things that they know that I'm going to love. But um, That's my favorite part of Spotify, yeah, honestly. Yeah, there's a section, if you look under Browse, called Radar. And yes. the Radar US. So it was just playing me everything you need to hear this month. The most exciting new artists and tracks. So Baby King, I I love this song. I just had to share it with you guys. But um, this is Baby King, Hooligan. I get the towel, I skeet up. Swerving through lanes, I am limitless. For the ones down, I said free up. I start to question what freedom is. My aunt put the Chevy on foes. I dripping all black like an emo bitch. But these are not regular clothes. These are the outfits I make a movie in. Baby came counting through Frito Lay. I get the call and I go. Shawty go fuck on my goons. Stop it. I am above the buffoon. Stop it. I am above all the rules. Look at my wrist and say freeze, freeze. I need to buy a new neck, 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 neck. So that's Baby King, that's Hooligan. I just really like his style, his flow, you know, just somebody I like hearing from. So Baby King, keep giving us the juice. Um, outside of that, I ain't really been doing nothing. Like I said, I've been listening to the old school. Like I've been really showing love to T-Pain for whatever reason. Like that's just who I'm, I'm feeling right now. Like that type of vibe. But uh, randomly, I did watch Omarion's music video. And so I want to make sure I shout that out. Oh, Maya has a new song. He has a song called "Involved." He dropped a oh, shit. he dropped a video a week is, ago, and is it good? Omarion looks good. He's still in great shape. The track sounds like some. Uh, I can't believe, think of those guys. They make that R and B, but uh, <laughs> and that sounds really bland. But Omarion's making like a different type of R and B right now, and it's perfect for him. It's just not what I want, if I'm being honest. But it fits. Okay. It is great. Like, I'm not going to hate and say it sounds terrible or nothing. It's just not the type of R&B that I like. But, like, um... Because, you. you know, what's the, the name of the young boy on Grownish? Um, Trevor something? Like, you know, he makes R&B. Um, uh, oh, I know he's talking about. Yeah, like, Omarion's making R&B, I feel like, kind of like what some of the younger guys are doing. And that's smart. And it, and it, like I said, he does it good. It's just not like where I, where I want Omarion. So maybe because I'm feeling too nostalgic. So y'all go check it out and let me know if you're feeling it or not yourself. But the video, uh, I also want to shout out because Coco and Breezy were in there and they were looking so dope too. So shout, shout out, to out to Coco and Breezy. <laughs> they were in the video. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Shout out to them. I feel like I love, I love Coco them. and Breezy. I feel like I, right? I keep seeing them in random places. I'm just like, oh, they go Coco and Breezy. So I just have to shout that out too. But yeah, that's really it for me in music. I just, I, I'm just loving my old school. I, I'm just stuck, I guess, because we're preserved right now. I just want to enjoy that since ain't nobody really giving us the visuals and the performances like we can really have them. So, yeah. Isn't there an award show that's happening? Or did it happen Billboard already? Billboard Music Awards happened. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't sound excited. I, I missed wouldn't. that. I saw, did y'all watch it? I didn't watch. No. I only saw a couple of clips. Um, in Vogue did a great job. They look great. Um, in Vogue? Yep. As if we need it. Oh. <laughs> um, I, was, I would like to see it. <laughs> I saw Kelly Clarkson. I think, I don't know if it was for Billboard. I think it was. But <laughs> Kelly Clarkson performed with Pentatonix, I think. And it was dope. Like, I really enjoy seeing Pentatonix, like, just still doing their thing. So, shout out to both of them. Because, you know, Kelly Clarkson got her her uh, TV show and all that. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I missed it. I have to catch up on. So I'm sure it's the individual clips are up on YouTube. Yeah, you know they're up there somewhere. 
Was it shot well the same way that like BET and everybody else did? Yes. And you know what else was good? I, I, sh- I forgot I did watch um, Doja Cat performed uh, her medley. She did like Juicy and all that. Okay. She- I did see a picture of her. She had like some lime green makeup and some lime green thing on her head. She well, no, she really was pretty. doing... Um, uh, Maybe I'm, she was dressed like she was doing Roxy Hart, like Chicago, like she had a um okay uh orange hair. But the lime green thing that you you talking about, I what was that? Maybe that's something else. But I saw people. She did just perform it. somewhere uh, recently where she had all that. That was um uh what is this? The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Okay, okay, okay. Is that it for you? Yeah, that's it for me on music. I'm gonna. Give some love today. Both of the artists that I want to highlight are from North Carolina. Hey, North Carolina. <laughs> Shout out to NC. Shout out to Charlotte specifically. So friend of the show, De Niro Ferrar. Come on. Has a new song called Wu-Tang. He's paying homage. And it's so fucking bomb. It ended Hot up. as fuck. Like within 24 hours, it was on so many Spotify official playlists. Uh, I even saw Gary V added it to his official playlist. So it's definitely catching fire. I'm very excited about that. Um, Daniel Farrar, Wu-Tang. This is how it goes. Yeah. A car living amongst mortal men who sent. Nigga tap in if you buy more than 10. CB in the kitchen, just know I'm at it again. Get slick, slick, and I'm testing out your chin. Niggas get shot, but they telling y'all they shooters. Up before the rooster, slap them in they smooches. Pounds, he can't see us, that spot in the whip. Hit the brakes and the hats, the lights, the dash flip. Nigga, I'm the red specimen you ever seen. Check the evidence, I am not a human being. Self-made, nigga, I don't need no machine. They leave rappers face down in the mainstream. Up shit's creep, won't nobody hear scream. Send me naked pisses to show me her nipple rings. Maneuver in a kid and I can lose a new ring. FBI SWAT team in my hood doing sting. Bop with a key, he told us routine. Kidnap him now, he must face the guillotine. Put the steel to him like Bishop DeRahim. Once I'm done with her, I'm passing her to the team. But hold a pair of horse, they pop while niggas sleep. He's dope as hell, that raspy voice. Yeah, dope as fuck. Talent, that visual is amazing. I Y'all love the I'm a visual. Huge fan, so that that homage was done the right way. Still yes. original. Still, you didn't didn't get lost. I wasn't thinking about Wu Tang when I was watching it. I was enjoying what I was watching. And you know I love that because he's from the South. Paying yeah. homage to New York is funny because yeah. he got the tone down, but he still got that, that southern twang. twang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of it. dope to see both worlds collide. But shout out to Daniel Farrar. He's been dope. That song is dope. It's, you know, overdue for him to get some flowers. So I'm happy to see this song taking off. Um, the second artist that I wanted to shout out was Sianka. Have y'all heard of Sianka? She's really dope. It's spelled. Is that really her name or would. Did she, did she just get creative? I think it's her name. Maybe she did. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's spelled C Y A N C A. And she has a project. It's an EP called The Isle of Queens. And okay. there's a record on it. She actually has the remix of the record I'm about to play. She has it with Durand, who's another Ooh. artist we have not talked about, whose album was so good. Oh. I love Durand. Um, but she has, but this is the original and it's called New Phone Who This? And this is how <laughs> it goes.
Got it right got already. It. I see. I see Sante's Spotify fingers. Dragged and <laughs> got it. So Sianka, I just think she's dope. Um, shout out to De Niro Ferrar. I know y'all gonna be like, how do you spell that? It's D E N I R O, and Ferrar is F A R R A R. That record was Wu Tang, and then Sianka is C Y A N C A. The project is called The Isle of Queens, and the song is called New Phone, Who This? Both hailing out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Hella talent coming out of Charlotte. So had to put y'all on today's show, put y'all on the map today. And that's it for me, just those two. That's And I've been on my podcast, really. You know how you be getting moody? Sometimes you just listen to music. Sometimes I just listen to podcasts. I've been listening to this um this new, well, it's not new, new to me, I should say. True crime podcast called Scale and Source. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, look at me talking about I need a break from the heaviness, and then I go to the podcast and listen to true crime. It's a real problem. Lord. I, you know what's so funny? You know how you have habits you won't even realize are kind of creepy until someone else is around you, and then they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you listening? This dark ass show. I'm in the shower listening to a podcast about murder and shit. I'm like, yeah, I guess that is kind of fucking creepy. <laughs> you ain't got a door like now, true but imagine somebody in the shower. By. Imagine somebody walking I don't by. I know what it, it is. There's some, you know, what's so weird too? I like listening to it when I'm taking my shower at night. Like I just put my little Bluetooth speaker and just put, uh, what's our show, Dustin? True crime with Ashley. Yes, 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 yes. We yes. watched, and then the new one is um the, the scale and sword. That scale shit is sword. scale and sword. That's my new shit now. So I listen to both of them uh back to back. I'm gonna download it, but I don't know if I'm gonna listen to it in the shower because real talk, you know, I'll be scary and shit, and I see my shadow too much in the shower. <laughs> getting scared to shadow me, I slip and fall. Well, and that's what's so childish because uh-uh. I'd be shook, but I like it. Uh-uh. <laughs> your neighbor's gonna be like, "Is your neighbor okay?" I'm like, oh, she just listened to that true crime. Yo, podcast. I know my neighbor must think I have issues because he's probably like, "What the fuck is she listening to in the shower?" Like that's so gross and dark. It'd be like. You know how the true crime be doing the reenactments and people and be they screaming. No. <laughs> right down the street, there was. Steve. And then we go to break. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Every time. Like, I just, I don't know. But it is addictive. So I'm going to yeah, have to check man. it out. Scale it's, and a, it's a weird habit, but you know. But you know how I found it, actually? Um, there was a documentary. What was it called? Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. Did y'all see that documentary on Netflix uh, with that woman that her husband killed her and their kids? I didn't Shana- get to watch. Shanann Watts. Yeah. 
what happened to Shanann Watts? Is that what it's called? Or I don't think that's what it's called. It's called like, let me see. American Murder, The Family Next Door. Yeah, that's what it is. It's on Netflix. It's the story of this woman named Shanann Watts um, that her husband killed her. Well, I won't ruin yeah, it. It's I a McQueen. spoil it. It's a McQueen now. Sound like her husband ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, friend. I, think, I don't think you got to worry. But he was so jacked up. And I was like, why do I watch this shit? But I think it's because I be trying to understand how somebody could be so fucked up. I think there's a part of my brain that tries so hard to piece the, you know, to like to piece it together. Like, how would someone turn into this? It's like I can't rationalize it in my brain. And that's what keeps me addicted to them because people just be snapping the fuck out like have fun watching he housewives. Bugged, like he went <laughs> <laughs> and so it was through that show or rather that documentary on netflix they were talking about the sword and scale podcast saying that the sword and scale podcast is basically the first one to fully report on the case and then you know it caught fire um, in the digital space so i was like oh well let me listen to that because i heard it went into way more detail than the netflix documentary could go into mm-hmm. so from there i listened to that episode and then man oh, fell into Lord. a whole rabbit hole <laughs> so if you're looking for some october spookies in your podcast rotation uh scale and sword is a good one i had so that's it i had one thing that i just want to add to the music man segment um mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a listen but if you haven't listened uh we talked about cookie kawaii a couple weeks ago oh my god my boo cookie kawaii uh if i back it up is it bad enough we talked about i said that she dropped this project you need to go fucking listen to it there's two videos i think she's dropped because she dropped a video for the regular and then she dropped one with the remix with tyga so with tyga you get it to was see good. you get to see how beautiful and amazing this young lady looks um long live jersey club music uh it's dope to see that it's still around there's still waves for it so definitely go check her out and if you have already listened to the music you should go follow her on social media just because it's fun to watch her numbers grow and just watch everybody be part become part of her wave. So if you follow her on Twitter, it's at Cookie Kawaii with two E's. Um, that's C-O-O-K-I-E-E-K-A-W-A-I-I. Um, she didn't ask me to do that. I just feel like, you know, why not do that? Because, you know, if I back it up, is it fat enough? You know? Watch- it's sweet of you, though, because I saw a video someone tagged me to. Actually, one of our listeners where Cookie was sort of feeling like, She's being left out of the conversation. Yeah. And that her song has gotten bigger than her as an artist, and other people are taking it and putting it on TikTok and doing dances and not necessarily giving her her credit. So I love that you shouting her out because that's, she's the shit. She's very talented. That's exactly why I'm shouting her out because we see a lot of these people. They they're on TikTok and they get lost in the sauce. Their songs are being te- stolen, dances being created, and those are being stolen too. So it's like right. where well, we can highlight this beautiful goddess. You know what I'm saying? Let's do that. So y'all heard it here first. Now you know what I'm saying. You know back when I talked about the stallion. Now look at where the stallion at. So you know we're just gonna keep on riding out with him. So. That's it for me. I just wanted to shout that out too. And I'm almost done with okay. the 100 for anybody that's asking. Because I said I started that. Since what's, it's a, what's the 100? It's a CW show. It went for seven seasons. It just ended. The series just ended. And so I was like, well, I'm going to watch it now that it ended. But it's about how, um, you know, humanity was lost and we was on a space arc. But then the arc is failing. So then they send 
a uh, hundred fucking children down to earth, which was uninhabitable for like a hundred years to see. And then the shit ends up being inhabitable. And from there enter a whole bunch of fucking bullshit for a season on seasons on end. But it's actually really good the way that they keep you. So it's a drama. It's a, it, yeah, it's a drama. It's like a, a sci-fi drama. Okay. It's good though. Right. If, in case you're into that. Right. I'm like, let me, let me add it to my rotation. So is there anything else that you guys want to add before we get up out of here? Nah, I'm good. Just happy and grateful this week. And that's it. <laughs> that's it for me. <laughs> Ditto. Yeah. Okay. Well, as always, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>